My new book is out on Audible, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. You can grab it right now. Here's what a user Thomas Lornaviticus said. Latka is the real deal. Five stars. Hey, Nathan, I just listened to your podcast with JLD. You killed it. I saw your book earlier last week and thought, meh, I'll wait when Kindle costs $1.99 or whatever, as I have over 150 books to catch up with. But then I sensed that this book may have something I need right now. I bought it for full price, but didn't really start reading it. Then talking with JLD, you mentioned that the strategies may not work if you wait. And that's so true. I read it. I'm feeling pumped to devour it even more. Thank you for sharing it all and kicking ass. Guys, all of you that listen to the podcast, you are the reason I wrote the book. SaaS CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, go grab it today at capitalistbook.com. Especially if you like audio, go grab the audible version right now. Again, capitalistbook.com. Jumped into the CRM space back in 1998, pivoting away from being just an IBM reseller. Today, they've got over 5 million bucks in AR, serving over 80,000 seats across 450 paid logos. Totally bootstrapped. You bought out those other founders over the past 15, 20 years. Uh, healthy growth, 60% year-over-year growth since last year in September of 2017. Spending about, call it 10,000 bucks to acquire a new $6,000 a month customer. Team of about 45 to 50 people based down there in Texas. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Mickey Patton. He's the president and CEO of ClearC2, the leading CRM for manufacturing companies. He joined ClearC2 in 1998 and has an extensive knowledge of how manufacturers can use technology to streamline and maximize their customer relationships throughout the most complex sales cycles and ecosystems. Mickey, are you ready to take us to the top? Sure. All right, 1998, that puts you in the range of, you you, you were around right when CRMs were coming into style, huh? Yeah, we started out with contact management. It wasn't uh, called CRM at the time. It was just uh, basically an electronic Rolodex, if you will. That's very good. uh, Yep, the industry started adding things like customer service and sales support and pipelining and marketing. So now are you, my audience is very familiar with the CRM space. Anything you want to add in terms of what you do is really a CRM specifically for manufacturing? Well, we, we are actually horizontal. We, we focus on manufacturing because of our long business partner relationship with IBM. And so they have a lot of manufacturers in their customer install base. So we were the go-to CRM from IBM from uh, about 1998 through 2008 so forth and so uh we have a lot of install base in manufacturing so that's um just kind of our forte but we certainly are across uh industries like telecommunications uh, healthcare uh, as well so. and and give me a general sense of what you know a company when they sign up with you on average what are they paying are we talking 100 bucks a month a thousand ten thousand a million no, it varies. Uh, it's uh, it's software as a service, and it can be as low as thirty seven dollars a month if you use the basics, up to sixty seven, 
uh, $77, depending on the modules and uh, depending on kind of what you use. But then, uh, different from the other SaaS vendors, we don't charge extra for things like storage, more users, and things like that. That is the rate that you're going to get. Okay. So is it fair to say that maybe 60 bucks a month is an average of what a company might pay you? Yep, okay. Exactly. Very good. So, it, you know, you, it, I want to understand the, the timeline here. It said you joined the company, which means you weren't, maybe you weren't one of the founders. When was the company actually created and, and how did you join? Actually, yeah, uh, that's a long story, but I'll make it short. Uh, the company was a uh, IBM reseller. And when I joined the company, uh, we, that's when we launched the software division. So um, the company had already had, uh, you know, install base of customers and uh, wanted to focus more on software. So I joined the company and I was one of the partners at that time. But uh, uh, since then, everybody else is gone. I bought everybody else and we're an uh, employee owned uh, company. Uh, no, no investors, no nothing. We uh, marched our own drum. I, I, I love that. And how, what's the team size today? How many people? We have around 50 employees. It varies depending on uh, the season and the number of customers we have. Some of them are contracts, so that varies. But uh, we, we stay steady between 45 and 50. And where's everybody based? In Capel, Texas uh, is most of our, uh, it's right outside the DFW airport area. Uh, we do have some salespeople spread across the country to, you know, kind of address the regional uh, concerns, but most of us are in Capel. And, you know, since 1998, when you came and you launched a software product, moving away from just being an IBM reseller to today, how many customers have you scaled to? Oh, uh, we have an install base of around 450 or so customers, okay. uh, companies. Um, uh, some of them very large, some of them quite small. Uh, we have a three user deal. Uh, that's mm -hmm. our smallest uh, customer. And then our largest customers are tens of thousands of users. Okay. So I'm doing some part of this math here because I, I, I know you're bigger than this. But if I take 400 customers times that $60 average price point you told me earlier, that comes out to about 27 grand a month in revenue. I think you're bigger oh, than no, that. That's 400 uh, companies as customers. Yep. They may have 10,000 users who are you know, paying that monthly fee. So the, oh, that, Okay. So that, that, that question I asked earlier, the average price a customer pays, you give me a per seat price, not the average that a, a, a company would pay. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, so oh, I per, see. Per user per month price. So. I see. I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. So, so sorry. Follow up question in there. Of the 450 total logos, how uh, you know under that you have a hundred thousand seats on on those folks, or what? How many seats would you say? Uh, sure. Uh, you can use that as a general guideline. It's it's probably a little less than that. But okay. Um, yeah. That so maybe call between eighty and a hundred thousand, something like that. Sure. Yep. I mean, that's pretty significant. So you're, I mean, these are enterprise deals and 450, you know, and you got 80,000 seats. I mean, the math there means you're selling multi-thousand person seats or plans. Yeah. Yep. Usually. And, and that's the re and that's where the regional sales teams come in. That's correct. Um, interesting. Uh, how do you break up the, those kind of the, the incentive structures for those regional sales directors? Is it, is it like a typical inside salesperson base plus commission based off AR closed? Uh, base plus commission. That's correct. Yes. But, but is it, I'm curious what you tie the quota to. Do you tie it to new AR closed in a specific quarter or is there an annual quota? How do you look at that? For us, it's an annual quota. Okay. And why did you decide to structure that the inside sales team that way? Uh, longevity. 
What's that mean? <laughs> well, you incent uh, as salesperson incentive uh, plans are based upon uh, hitting goals by the end of the year, right? And then get hitting accelerators. So mm-hmm. if you have a plan based upon accelerators, you're going to do it annually so they can hit those accelerators at the end of the year and not get, for example, ten percent but fifteen percent commission. So. Yep. Okay. Good. Makes sense there. And walk me. You know, churn is critical in the CRM space. So, so what's your churn today, and how do you manage that? Actually, we have very good uh, churn rate. Um, our customers are very loyal. We we have very little turnover. Uh, our challenge is getting those customers to move off of our competitors. Right. So, um, when they come to us, our business model is that uh, we provide the services as part of that subscription. So you sign up with us and you have a report that you want or you have a, a, a change in some of the business processes that you have. We do that as part of the subscription. So we don't charge extra for services. We don't outsource it to another partner. So uh, usually we develop really, really good relationships with our customers over time. So therefore, uh, there's there's not much churn. So w- what is it though? How low is it? 10% a year, 20% a year? It's less than 10%. Less than 10% a year. Uh, and that's logo churn or revenue churn? Logo. Logo churn per year. That's okay. That's, that's obviously really healthy. Um, how are you growing? How are you adding new customers? What channels are you using? Well, actually, uh, right now, uh, what, we're, what we're transitioning over to is now uh, a more user-friendly model. So our... our, our, our um, our model has been that uh, you contact us, we do a demo, we tweak the demo, we you know, we do a, a prototype demo, if you will. Uh, it's very involved in, in our services implementation folks, uh, do pre-sales and so forth. Uh, right now, what we're doing is transitioning our user interface over to a more user-friendly model to where you can do that demo yourself. You still need our services to do some of the implementation because uh, very specific business models require that complex um, uh, business model sort of process flow, but uh, we're transitioning over to where that those uh, small deals, like I mentioned earlier, those free user deals and so forth, they don't necessarily require our intervention or our help. So uh, more of a self-service model mm-hmm. uh, to capture some of that revenue that um, we're basically discarding at this time mm-hmm. uh, because of the, they don't need our you know complexity. So what do you, I mean, when you look at the, what the, what your CAC is, so take all your salespeople, any direct paid spend you're doing, any conferences you're, you're, you know, you're sponsoring, what are you paying to acquire a new customer typically? 10 bucks, a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, 10,000? No. Or is it not it, something you measure? It's typically not something to measure, but I can estimate it for you. It's over a thousand dollars per customer right now. Okay. Just because of the, because of the size of the customer we have, uh, I'm not talking about dollars to revenue. I'm just talking about to acquire a new logo, if you will. Yep. So, uh, that's, it's, it's way over that. However, uh, that, that number should come down, um, uh, based upon our new model. Yep. And with 450 customers, I mean, your, your new plan on average, are you selling like a 10 person plan, a hundred person plan? What are they signing up for on average? Would you say? Oh, that average is way up there now. But what we want to do under the new plan is bring that average down and capture more customers, uh, get more logos, if you will, to use your vernacular, um, and then and bring those uh, possibility of those new customers down to a, a, a different model. So, You're talking m- more logos, smaller teams. 
That's correct. Yeah. The thousand dollar spend though, that's, that's what I'm trying to figure out is, is that to sign a 10 person plan or a 10 person cut logo or a 10 seat logo? Right now, right now it's, 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 it's hundred, right? It's a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, 150 users. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean that, so, and and you said earlier, your per seat price is six, about 60 bucks, right? That's per user. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so that's pretty good. If you're signing, if you're spending a grand to acquire one company with a hundred seats, that's six grand a month in revenue. Your payback period is essentially instant. Am I understanding that correctly? No, <laughs> we did the math wrong. So each uh, the customer, and I said it's over. You said is it ten dollars, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars? It's certainly over a thousand dollars. So. Uh, per new customer, and that's a per prospect probably is more more accurate. So you get ten percent of that. So that number is probably more in the in the ten thousand range, right? Um, to to acquire a prospect, which you got it probably a ten percent closure rate or so, um, probably is is more along the lines of a thousand. So. Okay, so you'll spend. I want to make sure I get this right. So you'll spend about maybe ten thousand bucks to acquire a new six thousand dollar a month team. Is that right? Sure. On average, yes. On average. And, and, and you're moving down. Yeah, you want to scale. Right. That's correct. That's so. great. And can you give me a general sense of, of where, I mean, I assume you guys obviously are cash flow positive. And so with 50 employees, I imagine you got to be doing north of $3 million a year at this point. Can you give me a general sense of what your scale is today? Uh, well, it's um, more than that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, from, from our standpoint, what, how we're going to grow and I, I guess that's where the question is going, is from that um, volume of, of customers who don't need our interaction. So therefore, that, that, that number of 50 doesn't grow, but that volume does grow based upon they don't need our interaction. So right now, we have a, um, a more of a services model, which requires more headcount per customer than the non-services model. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if, I, if, if we make our software more uh, user friendly user can do it themselves then therefore our, our um, less touch prep, yeah yeah totally get it it's higher margin to have no touch sales totally get it what I'm trying to get at though is your is your is your your revenue growth year over year so what you know you take your revenue you know today and then look at what it was a year ago how much have you grown um, based upon a year ago about 60%. Okay. That's really healthy for a bootstrapped company. Yep. Has most of that come from expanding the number of seats on logos you already had or from adding That's new correct. logos altogether? Yep. Um, expanding the seats on, on logos we already have. Okay. And then, you know, today you said you're north of 3 million. I mean, have you, are you guys past 5 million at this point in terms of AR? I won't push harder than that, but I'm just curious. Yeah, we're past 5 million. What's your next big revenue goal? Well, our next big revenue goal would be 10 times that. <laughs> okay. So north of five, next big revenue goal is 50. There, there's a big enough range to keep it vague, but uh, at least you get a sense of where Mickey's thinking. <laughs> That's thanks, yeah. th- thanks for that, Mickey. Let's, uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, you know, it's an old school one. It's the uh, seven habits. Um, you know, you just kind of, fall back on that and you reiterate some of the, some of the tools in there. So. Yep. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? There Not doesn't really. have to be. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Number, th- no. number three, what's your favorite online tool? 
A favorite online tool, uh, WebEx. WebEx. And number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? About six. Pretty good. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? I'm very happily married. Any kids? Yeah, three. Three. Wow. Are they working in the company yet? Uh, they do during the summer. Some, two of them do. One of them is still kind of young. That's so. pretty good. All right. And how old are you, Mickey? I'm 54. 54. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, 20-year-old self should have known to buy Oracle and Apple. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. Coming from Mickey, jumped in the CRM space back in 1998, pivoting away from being just an IBM reseller today. They've got over 5 million bucks in AR, serving over 80,000 seats across 450 paid logos. Totally bootstrapped. He bought out his other founders over the past 15, 20 years. Uh, healthy growth, 60% year-over-year growth since last year in September of 2017. Spending about, call it 10,000 bucks to acquire a new $6,000 a month customer team of about 45 to 50 people based down there in Texas. Mickey, thank you for taking us to the top. I appreciate it. Thank you.